launched the Compassionate Business Collective. I'm Alex Oakle, registered associate nutritionist turned compassionate business coach. I help wellbeing professionals build and scale their businesses with impact and without burnout. Join me every week for chats about business basics, online marketing, getting more visible, scaling with success, and more importantly, building a business in true alignment with your values and without compromising your own well-being. Hello and welcome to the Compassionate Business Collective podcast. Welcome back to another episode. I am really looking forward to today's episode because it's something that I think about all the time, um, but I haven't spoken about it much on the podcast yet because I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want this podcast to be about. And I'm very into just talking about what I want to talk about, but I obviously want to make sure that it's helpful for everyone. And I was a bit concerned about putting this sort of um, topic up. So this is all about diversifying your income. Because I never want to kind of overwhelm or stress people out that they think they're not doing enough. But I also think it's a super important topic, especially with the last few years we've had and the um, the various issues that are going on with the uh, recession and with the war in Ukraine and various other things, the pandemic, etc., etc. I think that diversifying our revenue stream should be more of a priority than ever, really. Um, So that's what we're going to talk about today. So the reason that I'm a huge, huge fan of diversifying your revenue streams, so diversifying your income, is that if something happens, like one of those sort of events that, you know, we can't control, or maybe um, a pregnancy occurs, or illness, or you, you know, a family illness or anything like that, and we have to take time away from our businesses, it's really important that we have various different ways that we are making money. Um, Because if something happens and we're unable to, for example, do our one-to-one calls, or maybe it's just a quiet time with one-to-one calls, maybe something hasn't quite worked in our marketing strategy, something's not going quite as well as we'd hope, and we're not bringing in new leads, then we can be a little bit buggered in terms of revenue for that month. So I really like to think of revenue and our income in our business as kind of stacking um, income. So what I really like to do is focus on one thing at the start. So something like a one-to-one or a group program or a course that you produce. It it can be whatever you want it to be. But it's that one thing that you focus on kind of getting right and getting consistent leads through. And then once that feels like it's going pretty well, that's when you would... Um, include something else you'd add something else to that stack so that might be something like a digital product or it might be creating a membership or or it might be adding in speaking um, opportunities and things like that so so we're just basically stacking different ways that we can earn money in our business um, to really diversify the type of income that we have coming in so like I said if something goes wrong then we're not relying on just one area to make money from so This has worked really well in my business, the PCOS Collective, because over the last few months, um, I've really been noticing that people are not as um, willing to pay high ticket um, for different things. So, you know, like over like maybe a hundred pounds for different things, just because of the uncertainty going on right now in terms of the economy. And that is absolutely fine, but it's been really great to be able to have things like our ebook and our masterclasses and our webinars and also to be having one of the main things that we, sorry, main ways that we make money is through affiliate income. So by selling smaller products from other websites. And that's been doing 
the same if not better I think it's actually been doing better in the last few months than ever because I am from what I'm seeing it looks like people are spend still spending money on the small things but maybe taking longer to really make a clear decision about whether to buy the bigger things so that's what I've been noticing so that's why I'm just super into everyone having a good think about their business having a look at their product suite so the different things that they sell whether that's a one-to-one service whether that's actual products physical products digital products and making sure that there is a range and a variety there and I'm going to give you 10 quick ways that you can diversify your income um, and just give you some ideas we're not going to necessarily go into building a product suite but I will do another episode on that if that's something you'd like so just let me know on Instagram at underscore Alex Ocall and I'd happily chat about that in another episode but here are 10 ways that you can diversify your revenue in 2023. So first up we have workplace well-being workshops and This is something that a few years ago I did a lot of, especially during the pandemic when people were working from home and that meant that um, wellness and well-being um, initiatives for big companies was moved online. Um, So there's definitely still a lot of scope for doing this online, but it's also going back to being in person a little bit more. But it's basically when a well-being professional would go to a business either in person or online and they would maybe do a presentation about a certain area so i've done a few before and i've done like brain boosting foods i have done ones on um, gut health i've done a variety of different ones i can't really think at the moment but those are just a couple and another really nice thing that i did for a huge company was i did 15 minute kind of micronutrition consultations for them so i think i was there for two hours so i saw eight people and it was kind of like but on their end, it was first come, first serve. Um, and I was just do like a quick 50-minute consultation. And it was actually really fun and also incredibly lucrative. They are really well-paid opportunities. So considering adding workplace well-being into your kind of roster would be, I think, a really valuable thing to do. And in terms of how I got those opportunities, you can, if you have friends who work for those sorts of companies, like I would aim for bigger companies um, who really have that budget, but also kind of like cooler, smaller companies who are into this sort of thing, who are into wellness and perks and giving their um, staff members benefits. So reaching out to different companies who seem like they could be a good fit for you and your values and see if you can get um, an opportunity to do a workshop or a webinar or a uh, mini clinic or something for them, I think can be really helpful. Especially if you're a exercise professional, you could even pitch to do a regular, like a weekly class with them, um, whether that's in person or on Zoom. So there's so many opportunities and it really is just putting yourself out there and, and also looking around you and seeing if your friends or family work for companies who'd be interested in working with you. So that is my first uh, tip. My second tip is thinking about digital products, things like ebooks or courses, because having a really good variety of products can really be helpful for people who maybe can't afford to work with you one-to-one but still love your content love your expertise and really want more information and having our ebook has been amazing for our company in terms of bringing in more uh, income of course but also creating a bigger impact and it's just amazing seeing all the reviews on amazon for the book and it just feels really great that we have that product out there 
Um, it's also great to do things like courses if you know that you're kind of, especially if you're repeating the same sort of information to every single client, you might be able to package that into a course. You know, if it's kind of doing like a foundations or a basics course, that can be a really great way um, to diversify your income and also increase your reach and impact online. Next up, we have physical products. I have zero experience of this, but I see a few people doing it. It looks really interesting in terms of things like planners or clothing. Of course, this is a more risky way of doing things because you have to put some money in to start with to get things going. And there will be a bit more risk on you in terms of if you're buying the products in bulk and then selling them on. But it can be really cool, especially if you know, for example, um, the food medic, um, Hazel, does a planner and I think that's a really great idea because a lot of what she talks about is um, morning thoughts and habits and things like that. So having a habit planner is really on brand for her business. Next up, we're going to talk about affiliate uh, products, which is something that I'm a huge fan of. And basically with affiliates, it's when you would link to a product or a service or a course or anything that um, you have personally used. I think that's really important that it's something that you've used and you recommend it to your community, whether that's via um, a blog post or whether it's via Instagram stories, you can do a little link, anything. And you are basically just recommending something else. So you're not actually giving the product, you are just recommending it. So if there are certain products or services or courses or anything like that that you would recommend your clients and you know they would get value out of, then you can become an affiliate and you can do this um, via, there's, so there's big ones like Amazon, so you can go straight to Amazon affiliates and sign up there if you're recommending kind of those sort of generic things like books and supplements and things like that. If you're recommending a course, then you could talk to the course provider. Often they have an automated affiliate kind of program which you can enroll in and start uh, promoting but you can also um, just speak to them directly and see if they would be interested in working together to to create an affiliate relationship with you next up we have sponsored posts and a lot of people think you need a huge audience to approach brands and have sponsored posts but I know that's not true what you need is an audience of engaged people who would be interested in the product that you're hoping to promote so if you have an audience of people who are very engaged on email or on Instagram or TikTok or whatever your kind of main marketing platform is, and you think of a product or a service that you know that they would be really interested in and that would benefit them, you can reach out to the company and ask to do a sponsored post for them. And it can be a really nice little way of making some more income, promoting something that you probably already promote anyway, and it can be a really valuable way of um, connecting with your community and bringing them more things that they love. But I think it's so, so important to only uh, accept sponsorships from brands that you truly believe in, brands that you think will be helpful to your community, and also double checking with your professional association to see if there are any rules around sponsorships and affiliates as well. So it's important to make sure that you are doing all of this by the book. So next up we have group programs so if you're feeling kind of fully booked on one-to-ones and you want to diversify your income a bit also have a higher reach you know reach more people then group programs could be something that you try so it's when you would coach in a group rather than just doing one-to-one the only thing to note here is i don't think this necessarily works for all niches if you are in an area that is of particular kind of sensitivity, so maybe eating disorders is a good example, then often doing group work doesn't work 
as well in terms of people are less willing to share in a group but of course it's up to you and it's for you to determine whether the group program idea is a good fit for you Another idea is brand consultancy and this is when you would work with a brand or business and you would be helping them maybe with recipe development, maybe with checking the um, nutritional information on the back of their packets and kind of endorsing it as a nutritionist. There are so many different ways that you can work with brands and businesses. If you feel like this is a good fit for you, the first thing to do really would be to create a deck. So kind of um, saying your expertise, your knowledge, your um, accreditation, all of those different things in a pack as well as some ideas that you would have in terms of how you can help with that particular business and then you would start pitching and you could do this via LinkedIn or straight away via email so that could be a really interesting idea if you are interested in working with brands as a consultant. Next up, we have memberships, which are definitely not something that's easy to run necessarily, but they can be so valuable. The community aspect of a membership is next level, but that does mean that you do have to kind of consistently bringing new people in and having new content for people, but it can be so much fun and it can be a really great way to um, offer a lower cost way of working with you um, via this membership option. Next up, we have speaking opportunities. So this is a little bit different from workplace well-being. I kind of see this as speaking opportunities in terms of be going to food festivals, for example. It may be speaking at a conference or it might be consulting on a course and maybe doing a module for a course for a lecture anything like that so there are definitely options with speaking um but i would really this is one where people will probably reach out to you but it might be helpful to have a page on your website where you mark that you are available for speaking opportunities and maybe even just write a little bit about these sorts of opportunities you are looking for and topics that you can speak on with an email address so people who are interested in you speaking can get in touch with you and then finally, we have freelance health writing. And this is something that I'm a huge fan of because it's something that I implemented into my business when I was kind of feeling a bit burnt out in terms of one-to-one -one clients. And I wanted a way to ensure that my income was being kept up without kind of the emotional um, taxation of working one-to-one. -one. So I decided to do some freelance health writing as I was already doing in my business because the PCOS Collective is built on different articles and I was already editing other people's articles. So I decided to reach out to a few people and put it on my website and a few people reached out to me. And now I do some freelance health writing to top up my income and also keep my knowledge really sharp because I am um, expanding my knowledge reach into different areas which I wouldn't usually necessarily do in my kind of everyday so I'm really enjoying doing freelance health writing and it can be a really great opportunity to be able to develop some new skills um, and some really really profitable skills as well um, the pay for pay, uh, health writing can be really really generous so if health writing is something that you are interested in doing and you want to add it as a skill to either do as a bit of a side hustle alongside your full-time job, if you want to add it to your business, if you want to do it full-time, that's definitely a possibility. Then I do have a workshop coming up, which is how to become a freelance health and well-being writer. 
And in that workshop, we're going to look at the current landscape of the health and um, well-being writing world. We're going to talk about how you can build a portfolio, even if you've never done it before, and then how you would go about pitching and pricing yourself to various businesses, brands, other nutrition professionals, other well-being professionals, etc., etc. So if you're interested in that, there is one on the 9th of uh, February and one on the 9th of March. So I will leave the links down below if you are interested in joining me for that workshop. So I hope this episode was useful and exciting and hopefully a little bit inspiring in terms of thinking of ways that you are able to diversify your revenue and diversify your income streams for 2023 and create a really healthy sustainable and profitable business going into this year so i'm hoping this is helpful let me know if you have any questions or thoughts at underscore alex Ockel on instagram i would love to hear from you and i'll speak to you next week <laughs>